the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. One of the most striking things about Christians today is an apparent laziness when it comes to knowing and living in the precepts of God as He has set before us. It's almost as if we're traveling through life half asleep, unaware of the impact we should be having on the world. Listen to today as Pastor Rander addresses this apparent lethargy in this message, it's time for the church to wake up, stand up, and fight for the cause of Christ. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. You will lose. What will bring the judgment of God upon America? What will bring the judgment of God upon America? People say America have peace. No, we don't. Any any preacher telling you we have peace is a false prophet. We don't don't have peace. We're, We're in the midst of coming judgment. As you know, there are more sins that need to be addressed than time will permit me to address. For the sake of time, I will only address a few of the sins. Number one. It is a sin of omission if America fails to stand with Israel. It is a sin of omission if America fails to stand with Israel. As we evaluate candidates, we must strongly consider which candidate will stand with Israel as as nations around her desire to see her totally destroyed and wiped off the map. There is an aggressive attempt by Satan and the wicked to delegitimize and destroy Israel. Beloved, God loves Israel and we should too. Israel is the apple of his eye. The Abrahamic covenant still holds true today. In Genesis chapter 12 verse 3 it says, I will bless those who bless Israel. I will curse those who curse you. And in you all the families of the earth shall shall be blessed. Uh, uh, Secondly, we must fight against the sin of religious persecution in America. Religious persecution is in America, and some of you are not even aware of it. Today, government intrusion into the affairs of the church, spurred on in many cases by anti-Christian organization like the American Atheist and Human Rights Watch and Freedom from Religion Foundation, pose a growing threat to church autonomy and to even the most basic religious liberties, including freedom of access, freedom to exercise religious belief, and even freedom of speech. People don't even want you to name the name of Jesus. Let me just give you some examples to wake you up. For example, devout Christian co-owner of a bakery in Oregon were sued for emotional suffering by a same-sex couple in 2013 after they refused to make a wedding cake for the lesbian couple because of their religious beliefs. 
They were found guilty of violating the couple's civil rights by discriminating on the basis of their sexual orientation and ordered by the labor commissioner to pay damages totaling more than $140,000. They were also slapped with a gag order that prohibited them from speaking publicly about their refusal to participate in or baking wedding cakes for same-sex marriages. My friends, that's persecution. Oh, you say, give me some more examples? I'm so glad you asked. Another case, a 71-year-old florist in Richland, Washington, was sued by a frequent customer after she refused to provide flowers for his upcoming same-sex wedding. As a devout Southern Baptist, she says her involvement in a same-sex wedding would violate her religious beliefs about the sanctity of marriage as a divine blessed union exclusively between one man and one woman. The Washington State Attorney General and the ACLU of Washington have filed discrimination lawsuits. In addition, targeting her business, they sued her personally, ensuring that any assets she might own beyond the flower shop could be taken from her to pay their legal fees if she lost. The point was to ruin her, says her lawyer. It was to send a message to the people of the state and the nation that if you dare to say I refuse to violate my religious faith, they will literally put everything you own at risk. Let me give you another example. A Marine has been court-martialed for displaying a Bible verse. Employees who refused to wear a rainbow ribbon during a company's gay pride celebration were ostracized. Veterans who say God in a speech are physically dragged out of military retirement ceremonies. This is the new America they envision. They want to use the election to push their interpretation of the Constitution, which elevates sexual rights over religious rights. Let me give you one more. Let me give you a victory report after all these sad reports. Finally, after a protest by the nation's largest atheist group, East Liverpool High School in Ohio canceled its 70-year tradition of singing the Lord's Prayer during graduation. Traditionally, the Lord's Prayer was sung by East Liverpool's choir and was considered a significant part of their graduation ceremony. When the Freedom Foundation for Separation of Church and State claimed East Liverpool's school tradition was a violation, school administrators chose to oblige their wishes, cancel the song, and avoiding a legal battle. Larry Walton, school board president, said the decision was a basic matter of economics. We said, "Okay, we just won't do the song anymore, do the prayer anymore. It was a decision made because we don't have a lot of money and we'd rather hire teachers than pay lawyers. Walton said it's a war we can't win. 
However, here's the praise report. The class of 2016 decided to honor the school's tradition with valedictorian Jonathan Montgomery leading a recitation of the Lord's Prayer when he took the stage at graduation. The... The move, the move was met with a standing ovation for all the graduates. They went against the odds and did what was right. Anyhow, why don't you say amen? Number three, we must refuse to accept the sin of legalizing same-sex marriage. We must refuse to accept the sin of legalizing same-sex marriage. What is a marriage covenant? What is a marriage covenant? A marriage covenant is a formal agreement uniting a man and woman, binding them exclusively to each other until death shall separate them. Let me just say that again. Because some of you, don't, you haven't heard the definition so long, or maybe you've never heard it. Let me give it to you again. A marriage covenant is a formal agreement uniting a man and woman binding them exclusively to each other until death shall separate them. Marriage is a sacred vow or promise made in the presence of God to fulfill the marital obligation in obedience to God's plan and his word. Marriage was instituted by God himself for the purpose of populating the earth. Through childbirth, uh, children are to be born within the context and institution of marriage, preventing sexual promiscuity, promoting holiness, and for the nurturing of the family and the church. In fact, God himself superintended the first wedding. Hebrews 13, 4a says marriage is honorable among all. Did you get that? Underline it. Marriage is honorable among all. And uh, ladies, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, marriage is honorable among all. I mean, ladies, don't let that man sleep with you and breathe all in your face and saying, I love you. If he love you, he gets some license. You get license to license for cats, license for dogs, license to hunt, license to fish. And you not even worth license. The reason they don't want you to get licensed because they don't want commitment. You know what marriage is? It's commitment. It's commitment. Marriage is honorable. Wherever you go, it's your marriage bed. You married whether you in your wife's bed with your wife, a husband, or if you're on business trip, you still have a marriage bed because you married. And the marriage bed is undefiled. A whole lot of you, you defiled your marriage bed. Genesis chapter 2 verse 22 also says, Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman. Underline this. And he brought her to the man. He didn't bring Adam to Steve. He didn't bring Shirley to Joanne. He brought her to the man. Now listen, if y'all get mad at me, you, you wrong as you can be. When you get a bill that's not right in the mailbox, you don't beat up the mailman. You, 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 you go to the source. So if you're upset at what I'm saying, call up my boss. His name is Jesus. What are the consequences of same-sex marriage? 
What are the consequences of same-sex marriage? A, it denies a child either a father or mother and does not create a family but an unnatural, sterile union. Two men or two women cannot produce a child. No baby's going to cry. You got to have a man and a woman for a baby to cry. Genesis 1, 27, 28, a says, so God created man in his own image, the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. That's after he married them, after he married them, after he married them. It be, this is secondly, what are the consequences of same-sex marriage? It becomes a cutting edge. It becomes the cutting edge of the sexual revolution where all types of sexual freedoms and perversions will become universally accepted. Legalizing same-sex marriage has opened the door for all types of corruption and decadence, such as polygamy which is a marriage that includes having more than one wife or husband at the same time. we got some polygamists out there by radio and television, perhaps even in this church house. In some cases, the men are permitted to take young girls as wives with girls' family blessings. That's what happens when you change the definition of marriage. Then, then, you know what? It spirals down into insexual, into incestuous marriages, incestuous marriages, which is a marriage between two blood relatives. Listen to this account. In 2016, a mother and daughter were arrested and charged with one count of incest for marrying each other. The mother indicated that since she had lost custody of her biological children to their father's mother and had no contact with them, she felt no law had been violated. Court records show that show th- shows this isn't the first time she has married one of her own children. She also married one of her sons in 2008. However, c- court records show that marriage was annulled in 2010. You see, it spirals down, down, down to even this. One may even be able to marry their pet, which is already permitted in some countries. See, when you change the definition, where does it stop? It goes down, 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 down. And that's what Satan wants to do. Bring the whole, or the whole fiber of, a, of America, the whole family unit down. As Christians, we must take a righteous stand. Say righteous stand. Our goal is to stand up for the defense of traditional marriage and family. We should not be fearful now. Don't be afraid of people because of your stand. And at the same time, since we're dealing with uh, homosexuals, uh, gay bashing is inappropriate. It is wrong. It is sinful. Having a personal hatred against any individual because of their sinful choices is wrong. They have to answer to God. You you can't get folks saved uh, being derogatory toward them. Besides, you don't know what your children and grandchildren are going to become. If they're not already that, you don't know it. God forbid. You don't know what's so Don't be careful because you don't know what's heading to your house. There are many who have family members who have chosen a homosexual lifestyle. 
We must display an unconditional love of Christ and seek to win them to Christ. And you will not win those who are sinful to Christ by bashing them, beating them, calling them names, avoiding them, treating them like they are not even a human. That is pride, my friends. My friend, let's go on. Same-sex marriage is not a true marriage because it violates natural law and more importantly, God's law. It offends God. We must consider the candidate's position on this critical issue in the upcoming election. You say, what, how, do, how do you know? Because of Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22, it says, you shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. Romans 1, 26 and 27 says, for this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust for one another. Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. Isaiah 528 also says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. God created marriage to be between one man and one woman and having children exclusively within that relationship only. Just because the Supreme Court has sanctioned same-sex marriage does not mean we as Christians have to embrace or accept it. They They are not the ultimate law. God is the ultimate law. All this is being done in the name of tolerance and equality while the law of God is being discarded. In America, the Ten Commandments have been removed from many public facilities. Beloved, the Bible is the eternal truth that does not change in the midst of a changing culture. I say it again. The Bible. Say Bible is the eternal truth that does not change in the midst of a changing culture. My friend, Psalms 119, 142 says, your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness and your law is truth. Your law is truth. Psalms 119, 160 says, the entirety, all of this book, all of your word is truth. And every one of your righteous judgments endures forever. I love what the gospel of Mark chapter 13 verse 31 says. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. My friends, we must stand against the sin. Here's another one. We must stand against the sin of gender uh, identity and bathroom laws. That's a sin. Texas and 12 other states have joined in the battle with North Carolina against the freedom against the federal government's encroachment on transgender bathroom laws. The Texas attorney general is joining with the attorneys general and governors from 11 other states to file a brief in federal court to block a U.S. Justice Department's challenge to North Carolina's House Bill 2. This bill states that transgender people must use the bathroom coinciding with their sex on their birth certificate, not as they outwardly portray themselves. And as a result, look what's happening to that state. Economic pressure has been applied to the state of North Carolina by canceling major sporting events. 
because they won't abide by the bathroom laws, the NBA All-Star pull the game. Now, why are they in that? They ought to play basketball and go on to the next city. Uh, the, The Atlantic Coast Conference has canceled 16 college football bowl games because of the bathroom law. And popular singers have canceled their concert because of the bathroom law, resulting in millions of dollars in lost revenues, all in an effort to force the state to rescind the law. You see where this is going? In in another case of transgender identity privacy policies prevent schools from informing parents of the gender identity of students who will be rooming together overnight on field trips. Therefore, a male student who identifies as a female can room with a female student without the female student's parents being informed. There are also cases in America and other parts of the world where parents are refusing to identify their child's own gender, saying that they will allow the child to decide their own gender at a later time, even though it's obvious at birth what their sex is. They may change their sex, but God still sees them as he originally created them to be. Unless those who do such wicked things repent, they will die in their sins and receive eternal judgment from God. Another issue we must deal with is we must protect the sanctity of life. We live in a culture of death that promotes euthanasia and physician assistant suicide. The recent healthcare decision states that contraceptive methods, which includes abortion, must be provided. We should vote to end abortion and taxpayer funding of it. Taxpayers should not have to fund the abortion law, the killing of babies. Now we have the wicked and damnable death by gender which is a sex-selective abortion. Sex-selective abortion. A baby should not die just because of his gender. You say, where is that in the scripture? I'll show you. Exodus chapter 1, verses 15 through 17 says, Then the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives, of whom the name of one was Shifra, and the name of the other Puah. And he said, when you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stools, if it is a son, then you shall kill him. See that? But if it is a daughter, then she shall live. Nothing new under the sun. That's called sex selective abortion. But I love, but I love verse 17. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. Wow. What we need today are more Christians like the midwives who had a reverential fear of God and we, and were willing to do whatever it took to save babies. Life begins at conception. Life begins at conception. There has to be life in the womb before there can be life outside the womb. Since Roe versus Wade was enacted in 1973, it is estimated that nearly 60 million babies have been murdered through abortion. And who knows how many more have gone undocumented. 
Psalms 139 verses 13 through 16 says, for you, that's all of us, you for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. God did. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance. It's so the, 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 the sperm fertilizing the egg being yet unformed and in your book they are they all are written the days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them beloved the greatest injustice is not to allow a baby to be born to not allow a baby to be educated to not allow a baby to be rich Poor, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Jew, uh, even born with a physical disability. The Bible says in Exodus 20, 13, you shall not murder. And abortion is murder. After Cain killed his brother Abel, God said in Genesis chapter 4, verse 10, the voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. And you talking about all those babies being killed. Their blood are crying out to God and God hears the voices of the victim of those murdered babies. Church, the blood of multitudes of innocent babies are crying out to God from the ground. If my mother had aborted me, she would have murdered a gospel preacher and I would not be preaching to you today. What if your mama uh, murdered you? You wouldn't be sitting here saying amen today. If you can. (laughs) In today's message, we come to the realization both biblically and personally that we sometimes fall short of standing up for Jesus. How can we be Christ-like if we're only doing what we feel comfortable with rather than doing all that God has called us to do? What then shall we do with Jesus, who is called Christ? Go all the way with him. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located directly at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.